The Green Bay Packers are a good football team. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom 2-0 Grassi, and today we are going to break down the Packers' domination of the Detroit Lions, 42-21. to Now, heading into this week, there are some concerns. Kenny Clark, we have lost him for at least this week, and so I was like, oh man, Adrian Peterson, who's not going to do anything all year, is going to rush for 150 yards on the Packers. So that was a concern. Josiah DeGuerra, also out, had a big impact last week, especially in the blocking game. So I was like, oh no, who is going to be able to step up? And the answer, Aaron frickin' frackin' Jones. Now, the way this game started in the first quarter, I was like, oh no, this is going to go poorly. As the Lions led the Packers 14-3, to they were moving down the field with ease, very similar to how they were playing the Vikings in the first drive last week. But from that point on, yeah, we got 31 unanswered points. So we, we cleaned some things up really, really quick. And that was with drops. And that was with some mistakes. The Packers decided to just feast on the Lions' dead, rotting corpse. Rodgers going 18 for 30, 240 yards and two touchdowns. But the story, of course, of the day was Aaron Jones going 18 for 168 and two touchdowns on the ground. Four catches for 61 yards and one touchdown through the air. Easily the best game of his career. And I will say, I will say, during the interview for this week, I was talking to Dose of Dion 2.0, our Lions fan, and I said the way that I wanted the Packers to come out and win this game was with a strong running game and a strong defensive showing because that would show that the Packers can win games in a variety of ways. Last week, we tore up the Vikings secondary. Rodgers was on fire, had four touchdowns. And this week, we ran over the Detroit Lions. Even though their corners, there were a lot of injuries. You had Okuda making his first start. And yet, the Packers decided to go to the ground and find immediate success. MVS had a nice day, three for 64. On top of that, Devontae Adams, you know, didn't do a whole lot today, but also had an injury to his hamstring in which he was questionable, but... Thankfully, by the time that that happened, we didn't need to put him in because we were so far ahead. On the other side of the ball, you had Chandon Sullivan, Sully getting a pick six. And on top of that, you had Rashawn Gary, a guy who a lot of people have their eye on, having a great day, also had a sack and a half. Meanwhile, Matt Stafford threw for 244 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. And Peterson was their leading rusher with only 41 yards. Now, what was interesting is that they were doing pretty well in the run game. And then they seemed to just get away from it. And some of that could be because they fell behind. But it really seems like they completely and totally abandoned it. TJ Hawkinson had over 60 yards on four catches. And I'm a huge fan of TJ Hawkinson. I think he's just going to be better and better as the weeks go on. But yeah, the Packers were able to pretty much dominate this game starting in the second quarter. Now, on top of that, all this talk about how the Packers didn't approve and how stagnant their offense is going to be, this has been the second week in a row that we have put up over 40 points. So in two weeks, we have put up 85 points, over 1,000 yards, and had nine offensive touchdowns. 
pretty damn good if you ask me. We start off 2-0. The Bears were able to sneak out a win against the New York Giants, so they are 2-0 as well. The Vikings got their asses kicked today, so right now we are in firm lead in this division because the Bears 2-0 is, you know, how, how long is that really going to last? Another highlight of this game was our offensive line only allowing one sack on Aaron Rodgers and just a couple QB hits. LaFleur continues to be undefeated in the division. And as LaFleur said in his press conference, there's still things that need to be cleaned up. So whether it is the drops, whether it's the offensive stalling out when they're close to the red zone. And the fact of the matter is, this is only week two, right? So this week in particular, there were a ton of injuries around the league. And hopefully Devontae Adams is not going to be serious. And hopefully Kenny Clark is going to be able to return soon. But this is going to be one of those seasons, as we already mentioned during the offseason, whoever can stay the most healthy, both physically avoiding injury and avoiding COVID, is going to be the most successful. But right now... The Green Bay Packers are one of the best offenses in the league after two weeks. And to think that they are just getting started, boy, oh boy, that's a scary thought. So next on the docket is the New Orleans Saints next Sunday night on Sunday Night Football, which is going to be a great test for this Packers team. Following that, you have teams like the Falcons and the Buccaneers and then the Texans that they're going to have to deal with. So this is not an easy road, but I will say starting 2-0 within the division and also 2-0 to start the season... Not a bad look. There are a lot worse places that they could be. So we'll see what next week brings, but right now, it's good to be a Packers fan. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy on all social media is down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grossy. And as always, Go Pack Go!